Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Track for Track. And uh, we're doing a pretty interesting album today. I think before we go into the album, we should just say who we are. Ooh, good point. <laughs> I forgot to introduce us. I'm David. I'm Joe. All right. Now that we got That's that out who of we are. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, we can uh, we can jump into this review. So today we are reviewing Remind Me Tomorrow by Sharon Van Eaton. I think it's Van Eaton. Yeah, I think it's Van Eaton, but I can't read. So That's your true. guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I'd say it's better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just get into it, not to steal from Philip DeFranco. Uh, so the intro to the album is called I Told You Everything. I Told You I Everything. I Told You Everything. What did you think of this track, Joe? This, I felt like this track, uh, well, first, when I heard this track, I immediately knew I would like the album, which I guess gives you a hint about how I felt for the album. Solid. That's um, good to know. I don't know. I don't know what it was about this track, but like, I don't know. I'd say before 30 seconds in, I was like, this is going to be good. Like, I'm going to like this one. Awesome. That's what What about it? What it made you like immediately love it? Because uh, I, I had different feelings. I, uh... I definitely just felt the lyrics right away. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of like, like it felt like a moment, I would say, which is, makes sense because in the lyrics, uh, she is describing a moment of her and another person sitting down at a bar. Um, and I, I like that, like, I, I do like that interaction with another person of sitting at a bar. And I felt like, she she kind of encapsulated that perfectly in the lyrics, especially uh, my the one I, I smirk at every time is uh, you said holy shit I almost died I laugh I laugh every time she says that because it's like I feel like I've said that a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, so you know, okay, so I I disagree with the first thing you said that it didn't make me love the album immediately. Okay. The first time I heard the song, I like didn't really feel anything about it. I guess, and I kind of felt that way for like most of the album the first time. However, after like like reading and listening to the lyrics, really, I completely changed my mind. I completely agree. The whole like idea of like talking to somebody at a bar like that is just like so intimate, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And like the music is so low, and like it's it's it creates a really nice atmosphere, and it's a pretty good intro to the album. Yeah, I like, felt it was a great intro to the album. Yeah, I, the the lyrics I particularly liked were "I told you everything about my first time." I told you everything. No change in your eyes. Yes, like that whole section was just fucking. It was awesome. I don't know. You really like because it's almost sad, but then it's not. Like it's kind of like optimistic. It's and like I, a good optimistic start. And I feel like that's that's how it is when you're at a bar. It's like I feel like when I'm at a bar, you I'll tell someone who I don't know way more about myself than I think I would. Especially if then you I, drink yeah. it. Then I, then I think I would. Like, if you asked me right now, what would you tell a stranger? I definitely would tell them more sitting in a bar. Yeah. And that's exactly what that felt like, yeah. that, those lyrics. So, apparently, it's about her drummer, who is now, like, her partner, I believe. Okay. I, I, I did a little digging on Rap Genius to get some background, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what it said, which I found interesting, too. But, but yeah. All right. So, let's move on to No One's Easy to Love. Uh I like this song. I liked it more than the first track, like on the first listen. Although I think the first track's better, but like I like that it's more a ba- or upbeat. I like like the the synth line, like right in the beginning. Like it's like it's weird. Yeah, she doesn't really use synths. I don't think in her previous music. So this album was a lot more synthy. I uh, which I thought was cool. I I agree that I like I like the that uh like it comes in hard the beat comes in hard like when you with the synth when you yeah, right in the it's beginning like the of bump, the song bump, bump, yeah it like hits you right away and i i liked it right away like the first time i listened to the album but the more i listened to the album the more this song 
sank by the wayside for me, if I'm honest with you. Like, there were other songs later in the album that, like, I felt outperformed this song, especially once hearing the rest of the album. Like, on the first listen, immediately this song after that first song was, like, such a change in tone. Word. And then, like, after you get a feel for the whole album, and then you go back and you listen to this song, it doesn't have that same really? feeling, at least for okay. me. See, I disagree. I uh, I mean, I don't, I guess I, I kind of just like play it all the way through or I'll start at a specific song like halfway through the album that we'll talk about later. Yeah. But like, I like, the more I listen to the song, the more it like grew on me because I really like the chorus. Just like the way all like the, the I don't know what the, it is in the background, but there's like something like almost sparkling in the background. Yeah. Like, okay. Chimes almost. Yeah. And it yeah. just gets so big. I don't know. It's really like. I, I don't know. Like an something. inflate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the yeah. song goes. Because the beat, like, it comes in heavy, but it's not, like, loud or anything or, yeah. or, like, chaotic. But then the chorus comes in and there's just, like, so much stuff going on. The lyrics are cool, too. It's, like, it's more like a, it feels like it's more like a breakup song where, like, the person just won't accept that, that she's, like, moved on. You know what I mean? From the lyrics. That's kind of what I got. She was, like, she was, like, oh, what does she say? Uh, no one's easy to love. Don't look down, my dear. Don't be surprised. Like a breakup or, like first big fight of a relationship yeah like where you're realizing it's not all you know rose petals like it, things hit rocks true true that's also possible that's completely possible which, which yeah. actually would fit better with an idea that i have about the album okay this is what i was telling you about the other day we, i can't wait to see what you think about this you'll have to tell me oh yeah in a bit oh yeah we got to move it through a little bit yeah then, um, yeah memorial day memorial day the third song on song the album three. this song is awesome you know what the song reminds me of? The song reminds me of uh, uh, Perfect Circle slash Godspeed by Mac Miller. Yes. Like the weird, like almost Western vibe of the song. Yeah. yeah. This, that was the first thing I thought of when I heard it. Yeah. I uh, I like this song. It It's uh, it's like strange. It's super weird. That it's, like weird like background, like bow, 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 bow. Yeah. I love that thing. That like... It's I, so I don't even weird. know what it is. Like I, I was no trying idea. to figure it out. Maybe it's an electric piano. It's, it's got to like, be have... some sort of like electric part of it, like a yeah. It's got to be some sort of like mode for like a synth or a piano or something. But maybe not. I mean, I don't know. it's weird though. Like, I like it. I like this song. wasn't wasn't one of my favorites. I would say definitely like it. But I feel like if you don't like this song, you would hate this song. Like I feel like it's probably... <laughs> yeah. I guess that's fair. It's like weird. <laughs> I feel like it's like either you're gonna be like this song is sick. Or you're never gonna listen to it a second yeah, time. Yeah, you just said that you you don't think it's sick, but you like it. So you're I, like a contradiction. I am to your contradicting own myself, which is why I feel I have <laughs> I have very mixed feelings about the song. I'm not, That's I'm not gonna deny. So you're that. the only one in the world that has mixed feelings. Yeah, I'm concept. the only one. Everyone else is on my left or right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I did love it, so. That's pretty fair. <laughs> the, honestly, but. the same thing happened to me for this this song is the first or as the second song on the album, which was like I loved it the first time, and then the second time, like it was good, but it just like the rest of the album was that's fair. so good that I, I was like it kind of got overshadowed. I guess I, I can definitely agree with that a little bit. So song number four, we got Comeback Kid. I fucking love this song. This song is an emo anthem, bro. <laughs> I felt like. This bo- this song belonged in like a a movie from the eighties about high schoolers. Oh, definitely, dude. This this song could have fit in the Breakfast Club, like no, or like business. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, oh, like that, yeah, like yeah. that kind of movie. And it, uh, I love this song. It's just way too much fun. Yeah, I feel dude, like. it's so much fun. You know what it reminds me of? And then like after I thought of this, the whole album kind of reminded me of this, like early Killers music. Remember the Killers, like Mr. Brightside? And yeah. Stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally just reminds me of like Mr. Brightside because it's like. Indie rock, 
with like a good mix of synths and guitars and like anthemic like choruses and stuff especially this song and especially 17 which we'll get to in a second yeah dude i don't know i love i love this song i like the lyrics too like don't let me slip away i'm not a runaway like yeah oh it's, it makes you uh, feel like it makes you feel like an angry team yeah like. <laughs> like you're trying to get hype but, if you were to pick uh, I, I feel like if i were to pick one song that like someone who's not super into indie rock off this album, this would be the one because it's kind of got that like poppy vibe, like the Killers you said. Okay. Like, yeah, I would definitely either i i would I would say seventeen. Yeah, this is this would be like a close second though. It's definitely like easier to get into because like it's not it's not slow. It's not like kind of experimental like yeah, some of the other songs out are. There. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a fucking anthem, dude. It's a that's a good ass song. Moving on to song five, Jupiter Four. What I do you think? I love the way her voice comes in. It's like magical to me. Like yeah. just the way she opens up that first, uh, those first couple lines, which is like every time I hear it, I'm like, I almost just want to stop and go back to the beginning and listen to it again. <laughs> like, really? Like, I don't know what oh, it is yeah. just about the way she, the whole song is great, but just the way she opens the song, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I think it starts out a little slow, but once you get into like that second verse in the chorus, it really like grabs your attention in my opinion. And especially again, the lyrics on this song are just great. Like the, uh, what did she say? Touching your face. How'd it take a long, long time to be here? Turning the wheel in my street. My heart still skips a beat. It's echoing. Like, I don't know. It, it reminds me of like, again, kind of like teen love almost or like an immature kind of love. You know what I mean? Like she, uh, like she's still trying to like figure it out, but then it like becomes more mature. I don't know. That, that's kind of how I feel. About I feel it. that that's, uh, that's like a, I had that very same vibe. For the song and like throughout the album, yeah, of me that too. like young teen, like because yeah, it's not written like a, like a bad emo band who's like seventeen, no. but it's got like the same like emotions almost. It's interesting. And then I mean, so right. uh, it gets way more clear that she's kind of going for that vibe on the next song, yeah, seventeen. It, it becomes very this, stark. This is my favorite song on the album by far. I'm gonna agree. We're gonna we're gonna line up that seventeen is yeah. my favorite song. Yeah, also. seventeen like, is incredible. It's it's. So the lyrics are so goddamn catchy. Uh, this, this song is like this is like the Mr. Brightside of this album, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'll give you that. This it like it makes me feel a nostalgia that I ha- that's like not as common for me to feel. Mm-hmm. Like I feel nostalgia over like if you see an old TV show or a video game or a movie from your from your childhood, but this is like more of nostalgia for a time. Yeah, period. dude, I completely agree. I completely agree. You don't. It's not like a. It's not like a specific thing, but it's yeah. like a, It's like a feeling almost, like a whole like. Uh. Like it, it makes it makes me appreciate like life now and life what it was and how it's changed. Yeah. Like, which I guess is what nostalgia is. But like, yeah, for sure. But like, I know what you mean. Though I, I just love like the way it's set up. It, like it's set up to just literally just to like kill the college radio charts. Like they've even got those la la la's in there, yeah. dude. The like just the tempo with the bump 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 bump, like the drums. Like they've just got everything in there, man. It's so good. And then when she gets to that, like, like the the very last like chorus, like after the bridge, uh-huh. when she goes in up to the higher register and she's just like yelling into the mic. Yes. Oh god. She, she just finishes out every strong. time. Every time I hear it, I just get hyped. Like I'm so hyped. Oh, the lyrics in this song are crazy too. Like downtown hotspot, halfway up the street. I used to be free. I used to be seventeen. Like. Like there's just there's never been a better way to describe just feeling young and dumb. You yeah, know what I mean like like feeling seventeen. Yeah, dude. Like oh, it's crazy. It's so good. Yeah, I love this song. This is the first song I actually heard from the album because it was one of the singles. Okay. And uh, 
This is the song that made me want to check the album out because I've never heard of Sharon Van Eaton before. Yeah, this was the first and, I had ever heard of her was when we decided on this album. Yeah, but like it made me want to go back very badly because it, she is like she's very she's a great songwriter. That's the thing. Even if you don't dig the vibe of the music, the the songwriting is always like very very interesting. You know what I'm saying? It's always yeah. like about a specific moment, or it's really abstract, and you can kind of like put it together with other things. You know what I'm saying? Like the very first song is very specific. like it kind of makes you think and feel, yeah, which is exactly. not always easy to do. Yeah, especially not. with with a media like music where it's so easy to just tune tune out like the meaning of the lyrics and just kind of get lost in the the, the beat vibe. or the vibe. I feel of like the song. that's a new problem. <laughs> well maybe not completely a new problem but i feel like that's a thing that's a complaint people lodge at a lot of music today is that there's not really a lot going on it's more of like a vibe which is fair in like some cases but in my opinion if that's how you feel you're probably not looking hard enough to find music that you're interested in i would agree with that because there's a shitload of good music coming out all the time like i, I feel no like if shortage. you just listen to like the top 100s or whatever they play on the radio i could definitely see how you think that but yeah. which is fine there's nothing wrong with a vibe like i love every I'm once in a while go, you're not trying yeah. to analyze something I, like, i'm gonna say it man i like little pump i don't give a shit what anyone says i i, I like gucci gang i can vibe to gucci gang <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i'll go that far well that's fine oh but i mean come on you like crappy songs like that you like no i do i stuff. i love i love like crap. like when I'm in just the, or like when you're in mood, yeah. like that gym mood, like yeah, where you're yeah. just trying to like have some loud metal shit. Exactly. Into yeah, yeah. Like you got like, <laughs> like you're like I know it's not good, but it pumps me up. So yeah, a hundred percent. But that is not, and what that's this the is. opposite of exactly. this whole album. Not even <laughs> and, a little bit what this is like. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. So all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce this theory to you now because uh, okay, this is a theory that I came up with while listening to the album that kind of hit me around this time period like 17 and then the next song malibu mm-hmm. i think this album is low-key a concept album i think it's a concept of her like again starting with the first track meeting this drummer or not meeting him but like becoming getting in a relationship with the guy in the first song or the person in the first song the whole album is almost like her falling in love with this person and then going through a bumpy road and then trying to figure everything out and like thinking about past lovers occasionally and then reminiscing about what it was like to be young. And then in Malibu, she's the, the whole song is about her and this person driving around in Malibu in a rental car, which is very specific, similar to the first song, in my opinion. And I yeah. didn't like it as much at first, but it as soon as I like read the lyrics, it like grew on me instantly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All the lyrics are about, at least in the way that I have like read them, is that she was like in Malibu just having a great time with this person. And then they got back to New York and they wrote the lyrics for the rest of the song. But it's literally just about like being in love and not giving a fuck driving around in Malibu in a little red rental car. And I feel like that's a beautiful, like unique idea for a song. I definitely feel the same way about the album. Like with your whole your whole like concept i can't mm-hmm. i didn't come up with like quite that but essentially i spent a lot of time on this. yeah i was like i was, sit, I was like sitting at work listening to it and it just like clicked in my head and i was like i gotta i gotta write this down i started looking into the lyrics and stuff but but yeah i think i, d- I definitely think like at the very least you're onto something i think you're probably right like if i'm it, honest it, yeah it's yeah. not like good kid mad city concept level but yeah like i think that this is like a very clear like a collection of songs with very clear like themes and, and material tying them together. Yeah, which def- is interesting. It definitely seems to have like a like a relationship nostalgia in love type of feeling. Mm-hmm. And then like the songs seem to be for the most part either about a thing that happened or like has seemed to happen or like 
an event that could happen, like driving yeah. around Malibu or being in a bar talking to someone, or like a time in your life, like mm. a period, like seventeen. We just talked about, or like no one's easy to love. Like that could be about yeah. a specific moment, but like it like, could also be about a billion, moments. a billion moments. Like, yeah. Exactly, it could be something you've gone through a hundred times. Yeah, a hundred times. times. Exactly, exactly. Ah, just some some other some of the lyrics in Malibu. I feel like I like to throw in lyrics from each song. Yeah, that, go like, for really it. Stick out to me is uh, we held hands as we passed the truck. Just a couple of dudes who don't give a fuck. Tap the brakes and we slow down. Just a couple of jokers on the edge of town in Malibu. Well, that's so funny. Yeah, that's so like heartwarming. I feel like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That like, like a good time. Yeah, dude. It just reminds you of like a because it's not even like anything's going on necessarily. Like it's just they're just having a good time together. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I, I like this song, song a lot too. This is another one of those songs that on first listen I wasn't really feeling that much, mm-hmm. and then after diving into the lyrics more, it made me like really enjoy the song like quite a bit. The other thing about this song that you definitely probably heard was there's this like weird demonic laughter in the track. I don't know. It's like midway through the song. It's like I don't know that I heard that. <laughs> all right, <It's, laughs> I gotta go back and listen to that. All right, now. if yeah. you it starts about midway. All right, the the reason I noticed it is because this the second time I was listening to this album, I was uh, I was playing a game on my computer. Okay, and then I was uh, I was like, is there like weird laughing in the game? Like, am I about to get messed up? <laughs> like, what's about to happen? And I paused the game and it kept going. I was like, what is going on? Like, it's in there. Is it that clear? I don't know how it's, I didn't notice. No, it. it's not very clear. That's oh, okay. the thing. It's like very low and it happens a couple times okay and it's like i don't even like a like That's a very weird. deep like ha 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 and then like cuts <laughs> out and then it goes again it's super strange that's so weird i don't know i'm gonna have to listen i'm gonna have to listen for that the next time i listen to the song that's very strange yeah. i definitely did listen not for that. the laughter it's a secret message oh <laughs> dude play the song backwards that means there's a message those ha ha ha's are gonna say like i drink the blood of, of goats for satan or something crazy like that <laughs> all right all right next song we got the song the, you shadow you shadow which is another great song it's a really catchy song i really love the chorus for this song dude the chorus is so catchy oh. the chorus just makes me want to sing it over and over I completely a lot of these agree. songs in this album have like a lot of replay value i guess 100 but they're catchy dude. yeah the choruses are like infectious on like most of the songs i would say actually yeah like even if you don't like the start of the song i feel like the chorus always brings you right back in you know yeah what I mean? yeah the chorus pulls you in like because then the song changes up a little bit too. Like most of the songs, like the they'll start out one way and then they'll hit the chorus and then the next verse so it'll be like a little different. Like, yeah, the like music mid- will be midway a through the song or like yeah. at the second verse or whatever they change whatever like the instrument. Yeah, they'll add something or, else or they'll make it a little more like a beat. Like I like that. It's interesting. Yeah. It makes it more dynamic when you're listening to it. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, lyrics for the, I think this is the uh, this is the second verse. I really like the second verse too. She says, "Listen until you know what to say. Listen until you know what to say." Use loving words and be gentle and kind. Open your mind and it's easy to find where I am. Those are some good lyrics. Bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> And I feel like it ties more again into like that idea of that it's all about like a journey she's taken with like one person and then like flashing back to other people. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what I think it is. I think I think it's a lot about like this one person that she's with now and then like flashing back and to like, other relationships yeah. and seeing how she's grown almost. Like thinking about it into perspective of her last relationship. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Which is is definitely like a thing that i do definitely like, yeah and it's very interesting to hear it in like the form yeah, of an album because i feel like it's not a a thing that like you talk about doing like you just mm-hmm. do it and you almost don't even think of it as a thing like like breathing like you just you yeah. just think about certain things in your life and you never even think about that you think about them and having someone openly say that they think about them kind of be like oh i think about that too like yeah. you're like not the only person exactly yeah i completely agree so this the next song is called hands 
What did you think of hands, Joe? All right. So immediately the first thing I thought of, like, or was when I was trying to like write down notes for what I felt about this song, I just felt like it was difficult to, to describe. Like it's kind of I agree. wild and all over the place, yeah. but also well put together. Like it doesn't sound all over. It sounds all over the place, but it doesn't feel all yeah. over. It doesn't feel like like the life of Pablo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's not like just thrown together. Yeah. But it's like chaotic. Like it's deliberately chaotic. Yeah. Organized chaos, maybe you could yeah. say. It's a lot of fun. The I have lyrics no, are weird. I have no idea what any of the instruments are. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Like, I, I don't know what any of the lyrics are talking about, if I'm being honest. They're like thought provoking, but they're like not straightforward in any way. Like particular, like some of the, a lot of the songs I hear aren't completely straightforward. But the lyrics on this song are like particularly obscure, in my opinion. Like the chorus is like, "Put your hands on your lover. I've got yeah. my hands up. Mean no harm to one another. Put your hands up." What the hell does that mean? <laughs> is this like domestic violence? Am I just like missing a theme? Like I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of weird lyrics in there. But the chorus is sick though. It's it's like super catchy. Again, like the way she sings it. You know yeah, the cor- the chorus like almost all the songs. I would say yeah. probably all the songs is extremely catchy. Yeah. But- and very cool. Like it starts off really like quiet. And then, like, it builds up real big, especially yeah. when the chorus comes, yeah. which is something she does a lot, and I love when people do that. There's only, like, a few other artists, I think, that do that a lot and do it well. And one of them is in my my uh, end, of, end of the review playlist. Okay. So that'll be fun. I'll be to. excited to. Yeah, dude, it's great. I feel like I might have shown it to you before, but anyways. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. All right. And number 10, the last song on the album, Stay. All right, man. This song is beautiful. It was an amazing way to end this album. Yeah. was exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. This song is like very quiet. Like, oh, the piano is sweet and the guitars at the end, like just plucking like almost in like harmony. Yeah. Beautiful. And the lyrics are about her child that she had recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Which takes like a whole like new level of, of, uh, of depth in my opinion. Yeah. Because now, now it's not just about this this lover we're thinking about in the song like or this potential like relationship that seems to be a, a theme of the album yeah like it that's but, like a whole different type of relationship where you're exactly, in love with someone exactly uh, specifically the lyrics that like kind of got me to think about this are are uh have you all of my lifetime kind of hard to make light imagining when you were inside when you made those kicks at night like that's clearly about yeah it, you know what i'm saying it's like a very like not unsure i guess but just like feeling a whole lot of like emotions about it. Just trying to, I don't know. I don't know. How to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. As someone that's not a parent. <laughs> yeah. And not an yeah. expert. Well, for I, sure. I mean, I've heard for that sure. like, like when you have kids, there's like an odd wave of emotions, like, yeah. ca- like panic and stress. But exactly. Like, but like, like overwhelming love. And, love. Yeah. yeah. So I imagine her, like while she was writing this song and recording this song, that's kind of how she felt. I don't know how old her her child is, but like probably remembering the feelings of like, you know, leading up to birth, like the Mm -hmm. pregnancy, then going through labor. And then like when you have your kid and you're holding it, it's like, holy shit. Like, like, I don't even know. That's got to be the weirdest feeling in the world or at least one of them. Yeah, definitely. This Okay, this is the second verse kind of helps me explain my thoughts. She says, uh, find a way to stand and a time to walk away, letting go to let you lead. I don't know how it ends. Like, yeah, I would say conflicting is, is the right word. For yeah. That. She's got like, like she's just considering how everything's going to go now. It's and like, like you said, a whole different kind of like love and relationship 
compared to everything. The whole rest of the album is, seems like it's been about like lovers. You know what I'm saying? Of one form or another. Yeah. And now this last song is like closing like, that chapter of your life. Like not entirely, obviously, but like closing that sort of chapter and opening a whole new different chapter of like love and relationships with your child. It's very interesting. I thought it was like a beautiful way to end this album off. The, the line that you just said, or one of the lines you just said, letting go to let you lead is also another really interesting line because it's kind of her ready to let someone else show her like another kind of love, I guess. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously, obviously kids grow up, but as kids grow up, parents have to change, you know, their parents, you can't keep, keep your, Treat your kid like a two-month-old yeah, forever. Eventually, for sure. they're you gotta in learn elementary school, middle school. Like They'll lead you places that you've been there yourself, but you've never been there as a parent, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. That's... That's there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack in these lines, yeah. bro. And this song is not very long, and there's not that many lyrics. Like three choruses with are, that are pretty much all the same, I think, and then like two like four line verses. But there's so much going on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, this is a beautiful song. This is like a ve- and it's very soft. Yeah. Like there's a couple songs on here that are like kind of low key and soft, but this song is by far like the softest. Like the like the ballad. I it think was like. a really nice way to like calmly close the album. Yeah. In a way that was still appropriate and like in theme and line yeah. with what the album was. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. I love this. What do you think? All right. So, so favorite tracks, right? We're gonna go for favorite. Yeah, tracks. favorite tracks. So we already said our first favorite track for both of us. That, that was seventeen easily. And then my second favorite track was "Comeback Kid." Had okay. to be. Yep, I feel that. And then my third favorite track was. Uh, I Told You Everything, which was the opener to the album that I listened to and I knew I was going to like the album right away. And just because of, you know, the way it made you feel a moment so hard. That's- yeah. Uh, my f- <laughs> my favorite song is 17. My second favorite song is Comeback Kid. All right. My third favorite song is uh, Stay. Stay? Is the last okay. song. Yeah, Stay yeah. was a, cl- that was like. There's so many good songs in here though. Like Malibu was like fighting for that last Jupiter spot. Jupiter 4. Jupiter 4 was fighting for that last spot. No one, honestly, no one's easy to love was fighting for that spot. I really like the song. No one's easy to love. Okay, like I, I don't, I didn't really dislike a song on this album. I don't think all yeah. the way through. Yeah, like even if you right. skip some of them, sometimes like none of them are bad, and they're all worth hearing at least a couple times. You Th- know what that's I mean? that's really true, which is not yeah. the case with a lot of albums too. Yeah, like I feel like there's not. almost always one song in an album that you're like, that's completely done. Yeah, like, like I'm just not gonna listen to that ever again. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that about any of these songs. Like I'll probably listen to seventeen the most. But there's like I'm definitely gonna go back and listen to the other song as well. I'll probably listen to this whole album a, cu- a couple more times. Like, yeah, it's, it's so good. Definitely, I've been listening to it nonstop since it came out. Like I've thrown out a few new things because a few things have come out, and I've also been listening to like old Bring Me the Horizon albums and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what got me back into Bring Me the Horizon all of a sudden, but uh, but yeah. No, this is this is a great album. It is. It's it's fantastic. I I was not, and I've never even. This is the first album, first music I've heard by her, and I just, it's, it definitely opened up like a completely new artist for me. Like definitely. someone I know to look out for from whenever her next you album is and her, her past her albums. Yeah. Yeah. She's got like a decent catalog of stuff, I'm pretty sure. It's definitely worth looking into. I'm, hey, I'm definitely going to dig through a lot of that. So so are we moving on to our playlist? Yeah, man. All right, so it's time for the playlist. Do you want to introduce this? Yeah, I'll introduce this. It. So what we're going to do for every podcast is we're going to uh, we're gonna build a playlist of let's say five to 10 songs in that range. It could be a little more, a little less that just kind of give you the same vibe or feel, or you kind of feel like if you liked the album, you'd probably like this song. And we're going to share this playlist with you guys. That way you can be introduced to some other music that's kind of in the same vein as this. And we also have a a fun little game that we're going to play, which is 
while we're doing our playlist, if one of our songs is the same, so if we both come up with the same song, we're going to have like 30 seconds to add a new song to the playlist. So <laughs> that'll be interesting to see what you can come up with in 30 seconds if that does happen. And if somehow we come up with the same song again, it'd be like history. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be super unlikely, but I'm excited. I can't, I really hope this happens sometime. I'm like, I, I, I want to be challenged, I think. But anyways, uh, you want to go first or want me to go first? Uh, I can go first. All right, go for it. So something I haven't mentioned yet about this album was one of my favorite parts about it was the female vocalist because she's great. And also I feel like with indie she rock, there's there's not as many – they're not as uh, represented in indie rock female vocalists. So I tried to come up with a playlist that had a bunch of female vocalists that I feel like are really good. So – most of my vocalists, that's like the theme behind them is that like they're also really good female singers because that's like a specific type of like voice, I guess. The first uh, the first song I'm going to go with is Rabbit by Moon Panda. This is like. A re- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. OK. <laughs> this is a really strange song. Um, the music video is a lot of fun. I definitely recommend watching it. It kind of feels like acid trippy, I guess. Like it's just like weird colors and shapes and animals and shit flying across screen so i would definitely check that song out check uh, the video out yeah check the video out check the song out summer lakes by land uh land of talk summer lakes by land of talk this is another female vocalist she is really good i love her songs they're kind of like calmer and more more in like the feels than uh like rabbit i guess kind of how this album is more about the feels uh next this song <laughs> all right this song is kind of a meme <laughs> But I, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> but I had to put it on there because it it reminded me of Comeback Kid. There were two songs that reminded me of Comeback Kid, and they're both kind of memey. And I feel like that I had to include one of them. All right. So the well, one so I included I <laughs> was uh, "Jerk It Out." What? By, what is uh, "Jerk It Out"? "Jerk It Out" by Caesars. Okay. What? <laughs> What is this song like? Can I, is it about what I think it's about? No, no. Or is it like uh, an I don't, honest, honestly, I don't even know what it's about. I just okay. think it's it's like a, it's kind of a meme and it's a fun song, kind of the same way Comeback Kid is it's a like fu- is a fun anthem? song. Okay, yeah, but it's not like a serious song by any means or doesn't seem to be it's like an upbeat song i like it when i'm in the gym honestly it's like one of those songs okay but not like metally it's just like upbeat four is your dog by soccer mom this is just another soccer mommy yeah soccer mommy i, like, oh, I just got into soccer mommy the other day They're re- i almost put this song on my playlist oh, she's- <laughs> i didn't do it but i was like this close to doing it this song is phenomenal. Yeah. I think it just goes well with the, the theme of the album. Yeah, she's a great vocalist. And she's really like interesting, too. I don't know if you've ever watched any of her interviews, but she's got an interview with Nardwar that's just like awesome. I haven't. Nardwar. I mean, Nard, every Nardwar interview is great, but I just saw hers the other day. Her and Snail Mail. Snail Mail is great, too. Shout out to Snail Mail. I didn't put her in my playlist either, but uh, she is another great female uh, indie rock artist. So, yeah. Don't mean to, <laughs> I don't mean to overtake no, your playlist. No, you're good. But. So definitely another one to check out. Uh, and You Wouldn't Like Me by The Best. I keep trying to come up with a reason to talk about The Best because they're like brand new and they're yeah, really do. good. <laughs> and this is I, like the ninth time I've heard you talk about them in like a month. Uh, I like them a lot and they just put their – I don't know if they have more albums before this. But they just put like their first album on Spotify, which is okay. where I found them. They're phenomenal. The vocal, she, It's a female vocalist. She's phenomenal. The whole band, their music is really fun. Definitely check it out. And then the last song is an MGMT song. Little Dark Age, off of their new album, Little Dark Age. The reason I put this song Such on... Such a good song. 
was because, or the reason why I picked this song off this MGMT album is because the I got a vibe when I listened to that album of the whole thing feeling familiar, which is how I felt while I was listening to this album, like a very kind of familiar feeling, even though I'd never listened to this artist or album before. And maybe if you felt that when you listen to this album, you'll feel that on the MGMT album or that song. So I would definitely go check it out. Yeah, that MGMT album is incredible. Like probably one of the best albums that came out last year. Yeah, it's definitely. phenomenal. Yeah, man. So that, that concludes my playlist. So let's hear yours. All right, here's my playlist. So the first song I put on my list was Nobody by Mitski because that song is a fucking bop. And I feel like it's synthy. It's a little sad. Like she's a great singer. She's just, Mitski is just incredible. And I feel like she thankfully has gotten a lot more popular lately after this last album. But I'm looking for any chance to, to like turn people on to Mitski. So I'm going to interrupt you quick and just let you know that that song was on my playlist. And I took it off about five minutes before we started no recording. No way. Oh, man. That's funny. Could you imagine the first time we do this and you and the first time we make up that rule and suddenly we got to do it that day? All right. Anyways, yeah. So check out Nobody by Mitski because it's incredible. The next song I put on my list was Shut Up, Kiss Me by Angel Olsen. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of Angel Olsen. She's another really fantastic uh, indie rock artist. This is more like punky kind of, I would say. A lot more guitar based than than uh, the Sharon Van Eaton album that we just reviewed. But uh, it's awesome. I mean, she's she's fantastic. And it's got those like shouty choruses, really catchy. It's got like the... the the O's, like how every indie rock anthem's got like some la la la's or some oohs or o's, and she's, she's got or all whistling. that in there. Oh, or whistling, yeah, <laughs> like like Noah and the whale. <laughs> but yeah, man. So shut up, kiss me by Angel Olsen. Definitely check that out. So this song is the song I was talking about. That I was referring to earlier when I said that it builds into this crazy like vibe. Okay. Or this is the guy. This isn't the song. I actually chose a different song. But this song is called "Slip Away" by Perfume Genius. I don't know if you've ever heard of Perfume Genius. I haven't. He is is incredible. He makes very intimate, very like eclectic, like electronic, like pop indie music kind of. And uh, the song Slip Away is, again, kind of like an anthem almost. It's, it's definitely like a song that, that I, I think should be a part of everyone's like shout along vocabulary, I guess. Or, okay. I don't <laughs> but uh, this other song I was going to say that like builds up crazy is called Other Side, which I'm going to show you after we're done here because it's incredible. And it'll blow your socks off. I hate to sound like an 80-year-old lady, but your socks will fall off. That's how fucking huge. I hope not. (laughs) For my sake. Uh, But yeah, so Slip Away by Perfume Genius. Definitely check that out. The next song is Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. And as you probably know, Joe, this is... This is one of my favorite songs of like the last five, ten years probably. Yep. I most, this is my number one played song on Spotify last year. I saw Lucy Dacus last year with Father John Misty, and it was incredible. I was the only one in the crowd who knew any of the words because no one <laughs> cared about her. Like It was mostly old people somehow, which I don't really get. Father John Misty's got a very big old fan base. Apparently, I mean, I guess I understand that. I kind of do, but he's like very liberal, so I like was a little surprised. It's only the liberal old people. Some of them that's, went to Woodstock. That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. A lot of them went to Woodstock. That's a good point. But yeah, Nice Shift by Lucy Dacus, incredible, crazy guitar solo. It explodes with energy halfway through the song, which I'm finding is a theme in my music. Apparently, I like my indie rock explosive halfway through. But yeah, definitely check out. If you check out any song on my list, you got to check out Night Shift because it's incredible. So next song, I got Paul by Big Thief. You ever hear of Big Thief? I've heard of Big Thief. Big Thief is like a kind of like a folk band, folk indie rock band. I don't really know how to explain it, but they're uh, they're very low key. Uh, and the, she is an incredible singer. Like she's got a beautiful voice. And uh, this is my favorite song by them. 
I think it's got like a really crazy melody and the lyrics are really interesting. And again, her voice is just incredible. Like every song, she's incredible. So definitely check that out. All right. Next song, Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. Motion Sickness is a fantastic song. Phoebe Bridgers is kind of, again, another like folky indie rock artist. And uh, she's a great songwriter. Like similar to, uh, to, to Sharon on this album, she just writes fantastic songs. Like the lyrics are incredible. And uh, and the music is not is bad is good. It's not bad. Like it's it's not like as experimental, I guess, as some things. But it's just like fantastic folk music, great lyrics, great vibe. Definitely check that out. And uh, my last song is "Fool" by Frankie Cosmos. Did you ever hear of Frankie Cosmos? No. She makes really interesting, weird songs. Like her songs are about like they're like very weird topics. I feel like "Fool" is like it's about she it's it's about like feeling like a fool about things which isn't necessarily a weird topic but she's got like a really interesting voice and like a very interesting style like it's indie rock but it's not as like powerful i guess as like uh like lucy dacus or anything like that okay but uh it's it's really interesting like it's 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 like kind of low-key it's very melodic it's very nice so definitely check out fool by frankie cosmos and that uh that is that is my entire playlist yeah we're gonna put the link to these in the description yes so if you want to direct link to that just uh, scroll down definitely yeah just scroll down now (laughs) and your preferred podcast player (laughs) but uh yeah so that uh that concludes this episode of track for track i hope you guys enjoyed it um as much as we did listening to the album and recording are we gonna tell them what we're doing next time yeah do you want to? Yeah, I feel like we definitely should. That's fair. You, you go. <laughs> I keep forgetting every the whole the whole structure of the show is just out of my mind, bro. I gotta I, I gotta write uh, myself like a like a fucking agenda next time around. I tell We talked about two albums. We did talk about two. So albums. I don't know which one we we wanted to go. It's with. up to you, man. I uh, already know how I feel about one. I think you know what I think we should do. I think we should do the teal album. I think we should okay. do the teal album Let's because teal album. because it's so fun. It's so weird. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. We're doing the teal album by Weezer. That's their new album. It's a covers album. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of covers of the most popular songs of I don't know however long the last like the forty last. years. I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler alert: No Scrubs by TLC is on it. Yeah. So it's so, paranoid uh, by. Black Sabbath. Sabbath. So oh. it's a fun album. It's a diverse collection of covers, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're going to be doing that one next time. Hopefully, you come back and check it out. Uh, yeah, that, I think that's it. Yeah, that's I didn't know how to end it. Should we just end it abruptly? <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.